Hey everybody, and welcome to episode 27 of the Metal and Magic podcast. I don't know if you've noticed, but we've got new art. Um, thanks to Callie at Blue Panda Illustrations, uh, who made us an amazing new logo and banner for our social media site. Uh, with that being said, we are about to record our Halloween special, and you'll get a teaser of that later this week. So let's jump right in to episode 27 of the Metal and Magic podcast. Take me to church. All right, so where last we left our heroes, Anthony, I'm going to fucking kill I'm you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was doing impulse. I didn't mean to. This is staying in. So, where last we left our heroes, um, you guys had just finished a fight against three of the town guard after leaving your, uh, well, after ending a meeting with someone who you've come to learn is named Flynn, and Mohu noted was a member of the Golden Shadow. Um, you have just made it to the Frozen Oak. Um, it is the middle of the night. What do you do? Go to sleep. Attuned to my boots. Okay. Continue. No so one? is he is is the the tea master asleep then? No, it's the middle of the night, but there's someone up. You fucking addict. <laughs> I need to try addict. all the tea. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Um do you remember the one you haven't had yet? Do you have the list? I don't Do you have the list? Yeah. I, do. I remember names. Alright, so the ones I think I remember you having are Coppered Mint, mm-hmm. Twilight Tea. Mm-hmm. Did you have Sea Tea? Yeah. Did you have Silver Lotus Tea? That's the one I didn't have. Okay. Um, you order that? Yeah. Um, its description is a soothing silver tea mm-hmm. from co- a common flower found in shallow waters. Um, so, like, it's like a nighttime tea. Mm-hmm. It, it puts you ready for bed. Okay. Um, so let's just go around the table. Uh, Grayson is getting tea. Squall, what are you doing? What was the first one she had? With the, uh, uh, was it the coppered mint? <coughs> the one that, the, the, the re-up, the short rest one, or is that from a different place? That's from here. That's the last one she had, I think. That's the twilight tea. But he doesn't know that. And you don't know what effects it had. Right. Dirty um, metagamer tea. I'm sorry. <laughs> All you know is that I've been drinking tea. That's fine. And I'm I have been enjoying it. Okay, Anthony Squall's going to bed. <laughs> Mohu, you said something about attuning. Yeah, I got these cool pair of boots, uh, what, two episodes back, three episodes back? A few back. episodes back. Yeah, it was when we were in the Arcanium. Um, they are, what, earth boots is what they okay, were Okay, I'm pulling them up right now. Uh, one moment, please, as I scroll through all the fucking magic items I have typed on my phone. You're welcome. Found them. The Boots of Earthen Binding. Ooh, that's what they're called. Yeah. Interesting that he made such a big deal about it, but yet he was able to find it while looking at you and scrolling. I had it. Just he has knows. one magic item on yeah. his phone. <laughs> yeah, you've been in my world. You know there's only the one magic item, and you all have to share it. Hashtag Floofwatch is being very, very shy right here around the corner. Floofwatch 2018, hiding. Okay, Boots of Earthen Binding. So here's what they do. 
Um, if you you can do this however you want to, but basically, if you make a point not to move in one round, like if you if you say I'm not going to move this round, and instead I'm going to use the effect of my boots, this is what happens. You forego your movement, and it, these boots or these roots sprout out from the bottom of your boots, uh, binding like rooting into the ground. It doesn't have to be natural ground, any ground. Okay. Um, it makes you immune to being prone or pushed back. And also, you gain a plus five bonus if you are grappled or picked up, like to your checks, from being grappled or picked up. Because, but you know... To, to contest grapple. Yes. Plus five against being grappled or lifted. Um, also, while rooted, you gain a plus one on melee attacks made against enemies within five feet of you. Plus one to hit. Within and these five. these are part of the uh, set, the Vrush set that Uriel had oh so many, many, many moons ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, fun, fun thing, Anthony, I met someone today named Uriel. <gasps> Did you? Yes, it, it was, was spelled meant. the same way and everything. It was meant. But, um... They must die. No. <laughs> they're fine. They'll be alright. They probably won't die. But yeah, so there is your first divinity item. Cool. When I'm attuned to them, put them on. I mean, they actually... If I remember correctly, they you have to work you, to you slipped them on. They oh, went right. on you immediately, basically. Because I had to hide my flask in them. Yeah. Um, so after you spend some time, they, you are attuned. Okay. They don't count as they don't cost an attunement slot though. Right. Basically. But my robes do, and there was like one other thing that I've the got. Daft the daft hands. Yeah, the daft hands. All right. So you're attuning to your stuff, uh, Karox. What is you doing? Going to sleep. Karox goes to sleep. Morana, what do you do? I'm gonna try tea. You're gonna try tea. Okay. Um, are you going to go in blind, or are you going to ask for suggestions? You should try this one. Yeah. You're going to ask who? I was going to ask Salar for suggestion. Are you trying to go to sleep? Not really. You drinking to forget? (laughs) Or do you just not want to feel your face? (laughs) Hashtag floof watch under my hand. (laughs) You feeling like... A little seasick, yeah. Oh, come on. Hashtag floofy booty. <laughs> um. So, which what you want? You want soothing tea? You want um white tea that leaves you feeling refreshed? Yeah, that sounds nice. Do you want lavender tea? You want the white tea was fine. Okay, so you're gonna order the twilight tea. Via suggestion from Salar. Yep. Okay, so it's eight copper. So go ahead and find, have fun with that math. Oh yeah, I forgot you didn't tell me the price. I of didn't tell you the price of your um, silver lotus tea. It's two copper. Oh. It's the cheapest of them. And Megan, when you drink it, you basically feel. Rested, not well rested because long rest equals well rested, but you feel rested and it gives you the effects of a short rest. So you're allowed to use one hit die 
If you have spells or abilities that come back after short rest, they're back. You don't. But if you did, they would. Cool. Cool. And so does anyone have anything else they want to do in the midst of the night? In the I mean, night. after I'm done with my tea, I'm going to go to sleep. Cool. Oh. Oh. It's time. I was like, what? Is there a ghost in my bathroom? Why yes. Is it's time. Ghosts. It's time. Whenever I make it up into my room, actually, what I want to do is quickly slip out that book and take a quick glance. All right. And remind me one more time what your question was. I was asking how a warlock can get in touch yes. with um, otherworldly or divine beings. Okay. That are not part of the pact. Did you write that? You didn't question. write that. I don't did remember you? if I wrote no, it. You didn't. you didn't write the part about not being part of a pact. I didn't write it down anywhere. Okay. Um, as you get upstairs, you open your book. And um, you see in bright blue, it just says buffering. And it's got like a little circle that's being drawn over and over and over again. I'm joking. <laughs> that face! Buffering. 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 Um, no. So, um, you open your book, and um, the first page, the gist of what you've got is you either need to have an item that is that was created by, blessed by, or um, like sanctified in the name of that, that god, if it is a god. If it is an otherworldly being, you have to have an object that either they've been known to favor, or an object, or for both of them actually, it's a place. You could be in a place that may be dedicated to them, or do you get what I'm saying? Like you, you need to either have a thing or be at a place that has to do with. Um, the specific being you are trying to communicate with. Okay. Cool. You got any other questions for your book? I mean, you didn't say specifically step by step, give me the instructions. I mean... To be fair. To be fair, yeah. Um, no further questions at the moment. The defense rests. Moving um, on. I'm just going to let all the words fade away so I can spend the rest of my time here not worrying about my book suddenly being taken and then <coughs> there's a random sentence in there. Yeah. All right. Um, Morana, you're the only one awake. You going to sleep? You got anything you want to do? No, I'll go to bed. Okay. You all go to bed. You all get a long rest. For those of you at home have noticed that Trake is not here. These things happen as we are adults. Moving on. Um, Life happens. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you all wake up. You have full health. You have your spell slots back. Everything's back. You're all good. It is the day of church. Everyone rejoice. You've made it to Sunday. Um, you know... Just from hearing murmurs throughout town and the crazy music in the background that James is humming, that church is at noon. 
It's at the time where the sun is highest in the sky. Um, Doesn't church start at like 10.30? Not here. Oh. People got shit to do. They go on a lunch break, son. Oh, okay. Uh, you gotta let you off of work to go to church. Yeah, Walmart doesn't either, but whatever. <laughs> but Walmart I, doesn't do a lot of stuff. At the stuff. same time, I don't go to church, so. Alright, so, you guys uh, roll out of bed, what, like, seven, eight? Sunrise. Oh, what time did I go to bed? Middle of the night. So, like. Oh, about ten. <laughs> 10.30. Alright, James wakes up an hour and a half before church. <laughs> Prestidigitizes himself clean because oh, you don't got a shower. Oh, you don't have that spell. Who makes a caster without that spell? I mean, everyone I've never me. had Everyone but me. Yeah, everybody but you. Look, I got a backup for your campaign that's got thaumaturgy and prestidigitation, son. Well, I need to kill you that way. That sounds can... like every single black <coughs> caster ever created. <laughs> I, I guess I need to kill you that way. Y'all stand a chance at Schultz. <laughs> to be fair, thaumaturgy is a racial part for him. Moving on. That makes him an angel. No, it makes him a tiefling. Oh, damn. Um, so, you guys wake up whatever time. Do you have anything you would like to do in the morning before church? We'll go around tables. Salar. I guess before I leave my room, I'm gonna make sure that my capey cape is in my pack. Your cape? Yeah. What cape? Oh, the one. You're taking off the one with the sigil of Glim. Yeah, because someone okay. called me out about it, but it's still on my breastplate. <laughs> I'm gonna take my cape off, but it's <laughs> embossed on my armor. <laughs> it's just. It's just they, they can only see it now from one side. <laughs> Do you have another cloak or anything? I could put a cloak on over it, I guess. I'm just throwing out suggestions. Because, like, I got some... I sold the fancy one that... Well, the, the, the one that can change. Yeah, yeah, I got some, like... I think you got a green one or a purple one or something. Or those are... Those, those are my are gloves. Or gloves. I got... I got, like, a regular cloak. A dark gray and black hooded cloak. Oh yeah, you bought it here and everything here is neutral. Um, I didn't buy it here. I think I oh. took it off of something. I don't know. I don't know. So, do you have anything you want to specifically do in the morning? I guess I'll put that on. Okay. She spends her I'm morning putting on a cloak. The entire morning. The whole morning. And then I'm going to drink more tea. Okay. You don't have time. You spent your time putting Yeah. <laughs> um. I want that mint. He has a, well, he has a oh. special drink today. A special exotic beverage. Ooh. Don't drink the special drink right before we go on the service. <laughs> it's um, it's just an, it's a non-alcoholic apple cider. It's okay. so it's apple cider. Yeah, that okay. would be a non-alcoholic cider. <laughs> so so what you're telling me is this is basically smashed apple in water, or is it actual apple cider? Because the a last golden, time I had a golden fizzing cider. That sparks the most wonderful ideas with each sip, accompanied by a shrill giggle every time you drink. Oh, it's good. I mean, I'm down with that. Let's go. All right. So, how many monies is it? It's eight gold. <laughs> eight gold worth. Actually, which coming to that, Mohu has a very radical idea. What? Uh, he's going to sketch on a very small piece of paper the symbol of the golden shadow. Okay. Are there any guards in the tea house whatsoever? 
Uh, that's a good question. Odd or even? Odd. No, there are no guards. Okay, he wanders over to the barkeeper. He slides them that piece of paper. I'm looking for a special kind of drink. Um, the barkeeper, he's like, um, he kind of like, not so subtly, like, picks up your paper and he looks at it, like, right in front of his face, and he's like, um, also, I don't think we should call him a barkeeper, because he, well, okay. He's the tea master. The tea master. The tea master. Tea general. (laughs) Um, is his rank. Team Master Gunnery Sergeant. <laughs> God. Hey, Gunny. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, um, he looks at it and he's like, I recognize the logo, but I don't think you'll find any of that here. Okay. Here. So, where then? Persuasion of oh god yes that's twenty two oh, I got an eighteen if 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 my common dude had a fucking modifier he <laughs> might beat you but um I don't know why you rolled I don't know you um you can't get higher than a twenty could get a nat twenty. Still yeah, just a 20. No, because a nat 20 would a nat 20 would technically beat, right? Yeah. No, it's not on skill checks. Technically, yeah. a nat 20 is not a success. Uh, it's not an automatic success. Except for attacks. Yeah. So he um he kind of looks at it. Oh, for those of you at home, this uh, I think I described it last time, but it's a circle with a dagger is the symbol uh-huh. for the golden shadow. Usually on their own. Oh, he just has a circle of line going through it, up and down. Hor- uh, vertically, not vertically. <laughs> horizontal. Uh, horizontal, not horizontal. <laughs> um, so he, he's like, there, there, may be, okay. there may be members in town, but I know not how to contact them. Hmm. I'm but a simple leaf juice maker. Team Master Gunnery Sergeant. He's just a simple team. I just make simple leaf juice. Uh, leaf water, one might say. It's way more than leaf water, good sir. Mohu looking a little downtrodden and a little frustrated. Uh, just give me one of your ciders, then. Eight gold. I'm sorry, eight gold? Yeah. That's what she got just now. Eight gold for cider. Yeah. Yeah. Salar thinks it's worth it, and she's having a blast getting You're all these ideas. So, your like, what's up. I, uh. We looked in the handbook. What's I thinking about, it's, bro? I'm just saying, it's the fucking price next to it in the book. <laughs> it's actually imported from winter water. Oh, uh, okay. It's, it's an import. It's imported from, uh, Fizzle Nozzle in winter water. Yeah, eight gold. It's called Spark Popper. Actually, yay, gold. <laughs> <laughs> I got my one high roll for the night, boys. Alright, um, so, Squall, you got anything you need to do in the morning? Yeah. What? Um, I'm gonna take a walk. Okay, to... The black, there's, there's blacksmith here. Right? The blacksmith, there is yeah. a blacksmith. Um, but, taking a walk past the, the, the girl we saved yesterday's house. The other day. Okay. The the house looks normal. Um, the door's not open. 
Huh? Divine Sense. Divine Sense? Yeah, Grayson, there are people that live below. You... Grayson, sit down. <laughs> God damn. Um... You go... We, uh... You Divine Sense near the house, mm-hmm. and... Um... You don't... Faint ringing bells? Is what you hear? Okay. I'm Sign of slight goodness. <laughs> you don't sense any evil. Sign of neutral good. <laughs> okay. I don't. I don't. I mean, you don't sense evil. Okay. If that helps. I'm going straight to the blacksmith. You're gonna go to the blacksmith. All right. You arrive at the uh, forge of the blacksmith, and you see a um, human male hammering away at some iron. Excuse me, good sir. He kind of looks up at you and motions for you to come over while he's just clanking away. As I'm walking up, I'm pulling out the, um, the chakram. Okay. And I'm going to ask him, is there any way that you can make this? And I'm, I'm holding it. Detach. You're <laughs> explaining the split <laughs> chakram that you want that we spoke about in text messages. Yeah. Okay. He says yes, but it would take him a couple of days. How many is a couple of days? Couple is usually two. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's uh You think you could sharpen it for me too? Sure. Um all together for the alterations and the like sh- the upkeep of it. It's gonna be um Somewhere around, we'll say, uh, 70 gold. Okay. To alter your weapon and sharpen it. I'm trying to get it to where the, the, the katana is. That type of sharpen. Oh, you want it to be, you want keen. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's different. Yeah. That's <laughs> just, like, normal upkeep. Um, Matt has to open another note on his phone. So, you're looking for something that crits on a 19. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Don't you want a crit on a 19? No. With the katana, he does. The katana, he does, because it's keen. Uh, but he isn't at that point enough. He didn't get that high in fighter levels to get that uh, to expanded that crit range. Oh, uh, okay. Um... Is it level three? Yeah, and you got to pick the champion subclass. Oh, that's why. <laughs> um, okay. So to Keen, to Keen, I have listed here. It is uh, one hundred and fifty gold. So you're looking at two hundred gold total to split in Keen. Okay. Really? I have to get my dagger Keen. Um, I'm gonna just let you cheap as fuck. I'm gonna let you know that this specific blacksmith cannot work on magical items. He's not that experienced. Uh, I hand him the chakra. So I'm just I'm just not gonna let you break your dagger, basically. Mm-hmm. And I also tell him like if you wanna put your your little image or whatever's mark. 
your maker's mark on it. Go ahead. Yeah, okay, that's cool. Possible. Sure. So he tells you to come back in two days. He gives you a claim receipt and sends you on your way. It's like a little dry cleaning certificate. <laughs> dry cleaning tag. Uh, going along. Mohu. Did you do something already? Yeah, I had my drink. I was looking for a better drink. Okay. I'm just kind of sitting with Salar. We're having some really oh, good Oh, you know ideas. what, Mohu? I forgot to do the thing. You woke up this morning. We're going we're gonna to retcon a little bit. You woke up this morning, and on your um, like bedside table, you found two flasks. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> with, um, with a little like rope tied around them and a small tag hanging off of it. Okay. And when you looked at the tag, it said, Patience, grasshopper. <laughs> Oh, so he's warning not to drink it now. <laughs> or he's just telling you to be fucking patient because you gave him money and expected alcohol to come out of his ass. <laughs> I mean... It comes out the the freaking... He's Flint Rider. He can pull that shit off. Go, go have the Niffler do it. <laughs> the, the distillery, the, the uh, Battle Forge or whatever. Uh, Warforged ass. Warforged no, it, ass. It's missing. <laughs> Well, it did come out of the Warforges. Yeah. Are you doing anything this morning? No. Carox is just doing spell it, stuff. Yeah, he's, he's, he's just having breakfast. In my boots. All right, your flasks are in your boots. Morana, what are you doing? Not much. Eating yeah. breakfast. Yep. Working out. Got my Wheaties. Got to eat your Wheaties. Character. I know. Got my Wheaties this morning. Using the old <laughs> elliptical. No. Um, <laughs> this little stone through <laughs> So, you guys want to fast forward to about noonish? Yeah. Or do you have anything you want to do? I want to know what my ideas are. Those are up to you. I'm not implanting ideas in your head. This I is need a character playing game. These ideas. Huh? It also said, while be- albeit idiotic ideas, next to it. <laughs> so, if you really. So, one of the ideas could definitely be killing Squall. No. <laughs> There's a difference between being homicidal and being stupid. No, it's one of those like passive thoughts. No, no. Up. You know what? Actually, it makes you completely blank. You're just like, uh. <laughs> it makes you a vegetable until about noon. No. Moving on. Um, moving on. It's now noon. <laughs> it is no, noon. Let's go to church. Well, I'm not gonna be like, yes. It tells you to murder your party members. I'm not doing that. I wouldn't say that she was actually going to go through with it. I know, but I'm also... And, and Salar is claiming that she's chaotic neutral. Well, here's the... Okay. Here's the thing. They wouldn't be selling a drink that might promote homicide in this town. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm surprised they're sure? selling a drink that promotes ideas <laughs> in the first place. Maybe they don't know about the effects. Maybe they just thought it was a really nice apple cider and that they're having weird... Like, no one's reporting. Oh, my thoughts. Thought Minority reports not here. Thought crime, you know. <laughs> or future crime. <sighs> so, um, it gets to be about 11.30. Mm-hmm. And you hear the bells in the church start to ring. And they don't stop. That's loud. It is very loud. And... That's our cue. The, um... For those of you looking out a window or going outside, it's snowing like a motherfucker outside. There is a blizzard happening. But you see people 
in like cold, like cold weather gear, and they're like hiking their way to church. Megan is raging. Huh? Do they have furry hats? Yes, you do see people with furry hats. Okay. Do you want a furry hat? There is a there is a um, a haberdashery in town. Yes, I want a hat. Okay, so upon seeing... Anyone else want a hat? Sure. Salar wants a hat. No. So you guys, like, kind of look out the window and see these people in these fancy hats. And you decide to go to the hat shop? Yes. It's clearly marked with a hat. Um, inside, you find an old halfling woman. And she is currently, uh, like, trying on a hat and putting it down and trying on another hat and putting it down. And when you walk in, she puts the hat on her head and kind of, like, slowly turns to the door. Oh! Welcome! (laughs) Takes the hat off slowly, puts it back on the shelf, goes behind the desk. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, what, what, what do you need? We just want hats. Oh. That's what I have. <laughs> uh, anything specific? Warm hats. Hat. Warm hats and furry hats. Um, One in the same. <laughs> mostly. Uh, so she pulls out a selection of hats. There's one that looks like a wizard hat. There's one that looks like a old school Russian circular fuzzy hat. You know? Yeah. Babushka. I don't know what they're called. Um... There are, like, various hoods that you can attach to your cloaks. There are, um, you know, all kinds of hats. Hats. Big, floppy, pink hats. Um, you know. Do any of the cloak hoods have fur that lines the inside? Yes. That's fancy. This is a snowy place. That's fancy. I think I want one of those. Alright, so that's ten gold. Okay. They gotta make a living. Expensive ass fucking hat shop, Jesus! Damn, it's only two more gold for a hat than it is for her fucking cider. Yeah, I'd have never bought that. I am being. That's like going to a bar and buying an eighty dollars. This place makes me so happy because of tea. She's at a restaurant that doesn't have the prices on the menus, so after you you know you leave that restaurant, you get the bill and you're like, holy shit! Um, no, I'm just a happy spender right now because there's actually good stuff for me to drink that isn't just water. Megan, do you see a hat you want? Are you currently Google image searching a hat? I want that one. Circular fuzzy Russian hat. No. Technically, it actually has ear flaps. But you oh, you want the one with the ear flaps? Okay. Yeah, they have one of those. But you tie them. You don't. Cl- you don't button them. Tie them. Okay. <laughs> no, I think the word is duck. Duh. <laughs> um, that one is gonna be nine gold. Okay. Because that's what I rolled. <laughs> Alright. Stick a man on my head and I'm heading what's, to church. What's you guys' plan? You gonna go to all of you going to church? Yeah, go to church. Yeah, I wanna see what this fucking like thing is. I mean everyone's gotta go to church, right? I mean, you, yes, Kinda technically, like but you guys are guests and you have rooms that you could hide out in if you wanted to, but yes. So do all these people. They're forced to go. I mean... They're citizens, aren't they? 
While we're here, we yeah. might as well abide by their rules. I'm gonna burst up in flames the second I walk in this place, though. Alright, so you guys kind of get back together and head to church? Yeah, I'm, yep. I'm hitting there. Alright, I'm watching, I'm looking at the walls. Let's see I'm it. actually going to do this. Oh, not that one, I love that one. Since he has a duplicate. <laughs> Alright, so for those of you at home, I've got, a, I've got these dungeon tiles set out, and everybody in town is currently represented on board. Um, the open spots. A total of about thirty town people. Living. Okay, you know what? Like you, you have six open spots, and there's only you five of us right now. You said everybody in town. There's about thirty minis on the floor. <laughs> the population of this town is thirty. There. Thirty-one. All right. So you guys go to. All right. You know what? If I had enough minis, I'd put everyone in. There. But I don't. Stop counting! <laughs> anyway, I'm going to start talking, and he's going to interrupt me with a fucking number. <laughs> so let's just draw this out for a little bit while James fucking counts the minis on the board. Don't forget the four in the back. That's we're not... Those we're, not aren't, we're not citizens. There's 52 people in this <laughs> hey, town. Hey, you know what? More than 30. Yeah. All right. There are more people. Just imagine that it is wider, but for the... We're going right to say now, each person counts as 50 people. Sure. Anyway, that's a lot of people. <laughs> Moving on. You guys get to the gate. 2,600. You guys get to the gate. Mm-hmm. James, please, with the math. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> um, you guys get to the gate, and you notice that they are, in fact, like they were described to you. The, the doors to the uh, wall that surrounds the cathedral open inward and make essentially a hallway. The doors seem to... Well, those of you, are you walking in? Yeah. Roll perception. I suck at those. 30 minutes in and I'm making you roll something for the first time. Um, so that's going to be... Five. 17. 5, 17, 9, 16, 8. <laughs> Who got the 17? James, what did you get? 9. No one else got above a 10. Okay, uh, Morana. Oh, wait. 16. I'm sorry, I thought you said 6. It was a sweet, sweet 16. I thought you said 6. Mohu and Morana, you notice that the doors, like, right, they don't touch the cathedral. There's just enough gap for you to notice they are chained. In that little, like, there must be a hook or something on the opposite side of the door that attaches to chains that keep them in place. So they're secured and open at this point in time. Oh, okay. Okay? Um, as you enter, you see a very large, mostly filled cathedral. All the way at the far end is an altar... Well, there is a, like, platform that goes up a few steps. It's roughly four feet high above, four feet above the floor. And on that platform is the altar. Um, you guys have entered. Roll another perception check. Seven. Seven. Fourteen. Fourteen. James has dropped his head on the table. 
For those of you wondering what that was, it wasn't his die, it was his head. What'd you roll, James? Six. You rolled a one. No, I rolled a three. Oh. What'd you roll? uh, uh, Thirteen. Twelve. Twelve. Everyone who got above a ten notices that past the platform in the back, on either side, there's a wall with a door on each side. Leading into a room, but the doors are closed. Um, for... Here's what we're going to do. Um, as you guys are entering, the doors on either side here open, and out come guards. And they sit on pews next to the uh, altar. Karak sits with his people. <laughs> All the undead. So there are some there are some undead on my map because I ran out of humans. And so Karox is just gonna sit amongst the zombies. Uh with with Strahd. Yeah, right next to Strahd. Right around Strahd. Actually, yeah. Sit next to Strahd. He sits next to Strahd. <laughs> right right in front of the uh fucking Wraith. Yeah. Alright. So um you all place yourself in an empty seat in the cathedral. While I explain. This cathedral is made of the darkest stone. Almost obsidian. Um, inside are fixtures made of gold and silver. The torch... The, what do you call the things that hold a torch? Candlesticks. No. Candelabra? Like, no, oh, no. Like the, the sconce. 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 Torch holders. The sconces <laughs> along the wall. We were like, <laughs> we all went to candles. Candelabra. Uh, what's the name of the dude? Lumiere. It's the Lumieres. <laughs> uh, this episode. Illuminati. <laughs> the Illuminati. Oh the Illuminati are holding the torches. Confirmed. The, the Taco Illuminati. There's hands uh, Anyway, so... The sconces along the wall seem to be made of precious metals, and they are jeweled. Um, the altar on the table appears to be made out of, like, the finest silk, and it is royal purple and silver. Um, as the last of the guards trail out of the doors, behind one of them comes the pontiff. The doors also close behind them. Well, they are closed. They're not magic. Fucking. The doors are closed now. Um, and he is wearing all, like, solid purple that's trimmed in silver. It matches the altar. Um, royalty? Huh? So what does he think he is? Royalty? Who knows? As I say to Strahd. <laughs> what does this guy think he is? Fucking king? <laughs> King of the castle, king of the castle. <laughs> Strahd just kind of looks at you and he's like... <laughs> <laughs> um, the, um, the altars are made of, like, fine oak. They're polished. They're very nice. Everything in here is spotless and nice. It seems they forgot the lesson in vanity. Also, every once in a while... <laughs> Um, interspersed, there are paintings. What about them false idols? Roll, for anyone looking, roll an investigation check. Uh, uh, huh? At the painting? 
<laughs> oh my god. The heck is wrong with me? 19. I got a 14. 19. 20. 20. Megan got a 6. 11. 11 for Karox. 14. Because I have a plus 7. You don't have any uh, modifier? No. Oh. Not for <laughs> investigation. Alright, so everyone got a 12 or better. Not using that die anymore. 12 or better. You actually see these are, these appear to be um, paintings uh, that are representative of each of the gods. There are six paintings total. Um, one is like um, a painting, a stylized version of the sun representing Grund. One of them is um, like a crashing wave representing Alaram. Um, there's like a beautiful forest scape that represents Vrushk. There are birds flying through the sky and this huge dragon behind them representing Thrask. Um, there is a painting with a solid black background and on it simply a set of golden scales representing Zedris. Um, and then there is one painting that is yellow interspersed with orange and over it there is like this splotch of blue and it's really fucking weird and kind of Jackson Pollocky but who got the best score? Anthony. It's kind of a bit of everything. It's like each of the colors mingle in, and when you stare at it, you kind of get lost. Um, and it comes to you that it is a representation of Severius, the creator of the other gods, the one. Um, so each of the paintings in here has a religious meaning. As time goes on, the pontiff kind of steps up to the pulpit, the little podium. And are you guys doing anything, or are you just kind of along for the ride? I'm right along now? for the ride. Mm, yeah. I just really want to go to church. I heard for, something. for some reason. Cool. Take me to church. Yeah. That's the name of this episode. Um... <laughs> Anyone have anything they want to do before I go into my next fucking long-winded thing where I talk too much? Honestly, no. I'm just sitting, looking. Nope. Hashtag floof watch at church. Hoping someone just will do something so that way I can attack someone in church. Because honestly, this isn't the... <laughs> You're going to attack somebody at church? No, I'm I said sorry. hoping for someone oh. to do something so that way I can. But also not really. So, he walks up to the pulpit and he holds up a hand... And, like, this quiet chatter that happens in church stops. Welcome, my children. As we pray to our Lord, we must keep ourselves pure of thought. Our minds must be clear, a slate for our Lord to engrave with his word. I awoke from a dreadful dream this morn. I dreamt I died. We were all dead. 
and we were awaiting the judgment of our souls. Uriel was dead. <laughs> awaiting the judgment of our souls as we stood at the base of Zedrus's balance. Who? Zedrus? The god uh, of death. The yeah. god that you found. I thought you said Zedrus. No, sorry. Zedrus's balance. Yet no one came. Zedrus was not present to weigh our good against our bad. And thus we were forever forsaken, stuck on the plane of judgment, never to be judged, never to move on. We have been forsaken by our gods who no longer care for us, which is why it is important to pray to our Savior, our Lord, Praise him. Everyone in church responds. Amen! Praise him. <laughs> oh. Karak says, Amen! <laughs> this isn't Christian or Catholic church. <laughs> or whatever other denominations they say amen in, I don't know. Amen. <laughs> um, <laughs> for through him, all things are made possible. From viewers like you. Sorry, PBS. Um, Through him, all things are made possible. But before we move on, I must say that today is already full of both the good and the bad. Much like our souls, which will be weighed. He will deliver us! (laughs) (laughs) I can't have a serious fucking moment in this The bad that I must relay to you is that over the night, three of our brothers and sisters have been killed, taken from us in the cold snow. We will find those responsible. Trust in my word. They shall be interred with honors behind the cathedral wall, our brothers and sisters that were fallen. But we also have the good. We have a new brother joining our ranks today. As he goes from notebook to phone. (laughs) Um. He kind of raises his hand. And you see this large, seeming human male stand up from the pews. We're going to go with this one. And he makes his way to the center, uh, down the center aisle, to the middle of the um, platform. And the pontiff goes to step in front of him. Um, The pontiff gets in front of this large human, and he simply says... Kneel. The man abides and kneels down. Today we add another to the worthy souls that are in service of our Lord. Today, Venmir joins the ranks of the Order of the Exalted. As he has been found worthy to stand 
with my elite guard. Today, let us rejoice that our brother will join the ranks of the elite. At this point, a very somber, steady clap starts for a small period of time. Like a slow clap? Like a slow clap that never gets faster. And then, no, there's no talking. It's a slow clap. Except for the occasional outburst from Carox. <laughs> if you were really doing that, like, you're going to get murdered. But <laughs> um, so there's a slow clap that starts and abruptly stops as the pontiff raises his hand. The kneeling man looks up um, at the pontiff as he holds out his open palm towards the man's face. A blinding white and purple light blasts from his hand um, and encapsulates the man in full. And in a burst of purple, it dissipates as the man leans forward and kisses the pontiff's ring. You're raising your hand, Salar. Yes, as soon as I see the light, I cast Detect Magic. It's magic! <laughs> he sprung light from his hands. How could it not be magic? <laughs> oh, LEDs. LEDs. Yeah. yeah. The ring is... He's got the power of Maybe he walls. has mirrors <laughs> on his hands, and like it's all just like coming in at the right angle. It could have been whoa, 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 an illusion. Whoa, 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 whoa. Where are you at? You're right there. I was sitting you basically like right next to her. Anyways. I'll give it to her, just because. It's magic. I mean, it's obvious. To even those who don't use magic. Right. But um, It could have been mirrors. He had a <laughs> flashlight in his fucking shirt. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, a smoke bomb in the other. Yeah. So, like, white light, purple smoke. Exactly. Okay, so anyway. <laughs> um, he kisses the pontiff's ring, and he stands. And um, this guard actually walks around past Mohu. And he is carrying a helmet. And it's very much like the helmet on the guards that you see out in the town. It's the, like, Templar bucket helmet thing. Um, he is handed uh, this helmet, and he holds it at his side with one hand. Then the, uh, the guard, the same guard that handed him the helmet, unsheaths a long sword and flips it around and hands it to him. And everyone roll perception. Keep waiting for you to say you get Advantage because I'm so close? Sure! Does it have to do with smell? No! (laughs) 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 Do you get two ones? No, I got a three and then a one. Ah. So much for my advantage. So let's see. I can detect it's school of magic. 21. I got a five, but I can. Pro- I, the detect magic lets you detect the school of magic. I'm giving so you kind of to it that it. I'm giving it to you that it is magic, but you are too fucking far away to detect what kind of magic. Seventeen. Seventeen. What was your? You got a five. Yeah. I get? suck at perception. Seven. <laughs> five. Seventeen. Se- okay, Morana and oh. Karox notice that as he pulls out the sword and flips it over to like hand him the hilt. The um, the sword itself is carved with runes. Um, Karox recognizes, like the arcane language used in rune making, 
Morana recognizes celestial speed, like words also. Ooh, I can speak that. Um. Uh, he takes the sword. I can just it. see that there's like runes carved into it. I can't mm-hmm. make out the rune. You make out a few, but seeing as where you are sitting, you can't read many of them. Mm-hmm. I see that eight. That would have been a 15 arcana. You gotta talk like a normal person, not with a fish face when you're on an audio podcast. Would have been a 15 to arcana. Um, but if I'm too far away to make out what the runes say. Then. I'll, I'll give you one of them looks to be um, like an arcane rune that would have something to do with radiance. Mm. I'll give you that. Um, you kind of catch the same thing, Morana. Um, to you, it looks kind of like someone's trying to imitate some kind of weight for non-paladins to smite. Mechanically. Cheap-ass motherfucker. He uh, sheathes the longsword, helmet in his hand. The uh, Venmir then walks back to his seat, as does this guard here. Um... The pontiff walks back to his pulpit and he says, Venmir has located a horribly blasphemous object hidden in the northeast sector of town. Heretics! (laughs) We have been searching for those who housed the object, though we have been less than successful. Less than successful would be unsuccessful, yes. I'm so proud of you for doing the thing that we did to James yesterday when he misspelled a, missaid a word. <laughs> uh, three times, I think, too. We, no, it was just one. No, like, I, oh, we didn't correct you multiple times? No. <laughs> I'm sorry. We have the recording. We this can double check. Anyway, <laughs> as he says what he just said, that he looks good. to his right... At this figure. Uh Uh-huh. When he says, we have been less than successful. How many chevrons does that guy have? That guy has the Y. Oh. He's a leader. Um. Hopefully, this new addition will finally aid us in eradicating our land of all the things that distract us from our worship and all things that make us ungodly. Praise him. And everyone in the uh, audience responds, all the congregation respond with praise him. Praise him! He looks out into the crowd and he says, I see we have some new faces. Oh shit, they noticed me. They noticed (laughs) (laughs) We welcome all in the city of North Holt. Please, make yourselves at home. But remember, 
You are visitors in our home, and please abide by our rules. I just start casting fireball. Fireball <laughs> fireballs. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just I had this whole thing written. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking terrorist. I mean, we already relinquished all of our creative, you know. You say that, you're like, oh, excuse me, but we already did that. <laughs> I'm just oh. over here, like, this is internal thoughts. Like, we already relinquished like everything that we had that is against the law. Um, it was actually kind of looking Still around for a green-eyed friend. Like, is he there? Roll perception. Green eye? He has a green eye. Uh, yeah, I don't see him. No, you don't? Yeah. Um. <laughs> no, he's probably hiding in plate light. As he says, you know, please abide by our rules. Um. We only have a few rules in town. Worship. Be honest and follow our Lord and all will be well. Which one's the Lord that followed him? He didn't say. You're right. <laughs> you did notice this the paintings have each of a symbol of each of the gods on them. I didn't notice that. Well some people did. Um everyone stands. They go through a uh internal prayer where there's a silence and everyone is praying internally including sure. the including the um, pontiff so I'll in the do third that. row going one two three four five six one two three four five six one two, <laughs> no three, I'll four, actually four, pray four, get Morana's in the back balancing her checkbook <laughs> um Mo's texting <laughs> Mo's staring into his boot yeah. I'll I'm think thoughts boy. in my head <laughs> Anthony's playing with some fucking yarn <laughs> Salar is summoning her sword in one hand, disappearing it, summoning it in the other hand, disappearing it. <laughs> but um, there's a, a good 10 to 15 minute, like, oh, uncomfortable God. silence That's where they all pray long. internally, and you all just kind of stand there. I Well, did you all stand? When they stood? Or I did mean, you, or are yeah, you going to be weird? Yeah. I'll stand. That's a bit You know that feeling when you're not at your church? <laughs> So actually, yeah, uh, Mohu stands and he actually faces the Verusk painting. Okay. You see a, um, you stare into this forest scape. There don't appear to be any animals as you're there, but how long do you stare at it? I mean, through the whole thing. Like, you stare at it for the entire 15 minutes? Yeah. Like as if you're praying to... Yeah, exactly. If you noticed, everyone is facing him. Yeah, I'm So facing. I just want you to know everyone is facing the center. Right. I'm you turn. So you actually. <laughs> this guy turned slightly and Mohu's just like. Mohu's like this. Mohu's fucking body blocking. <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you at home, everyone is kind of in Mohu's area is kind of slightly like facing northwest. And he's turned straight east. <laughs> um, but yeah, you stare at it. And things begin to move. Um, the trees, the leaves kind of move as if the wind is gently rush, uh, rustling through them. You start to see little orange and white blobs that take shape 
as they jump through the grass. Hmm. Um, you see deer frolicking in the in the trees, and even some bearkin. Um, you feel a, like an overwhelming sense of calm. Something you probably haven't felt in a while. You feel like you're at home. And everything is okay. And then... You hear... A thud. As the pontiff slams his hand on the podium. I thank you all for your attendance. Praise him. And all will be well. I will see you next week. And he motions to the door. Sounds the like he's in a bad mood. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody seemed alarmed. It's kind of how it goes. Every Might story. just be how it goes. Now these people file out in the back and less of a, so forward. Less of a sermon, much as it was a promotion ceremony. Uh, is, is the pontiff still standing at the podium? He is like picking up his book and shit. I kind of wander over there. I had to this. Oh god. Okay. So um, as you guys are kind of getting your bearings, you see that everyone in the back, they start with the back two rows and they funnel out the back door here. Or the only door, sorry. The only door here. Um, Mohu kind of wanders over. Where do you want him? Yeah, right, right around there. So, um, as you do that, the guards kind of get a little bit closer. They come up and around. They're not threatening you. No, but they're getting close enough. They are getting close enough for you to notice that they know you're there. Right. Um, the pontiff kind of looks at you and he's like, "Ah, oh, yes, a rather odd visitor. How, how may I assist you?" Ah, I just wanted to say uh, what a wonderful servant, but I noticed that uh, the one that you kept mentioning on praising, you actually never mentioned him by name. Uh, who is it that you worship in this church? Ah, uh, yes. Have you observed our paintings? I do love the Vrusk painting. Ah, uh, yes. Well, we, we worship the one. Insight. Alright, that means I gotta open a character sheet. It's an um, unnatural 20. Huh? Oof. It's an unnatural 20. Alright, so I'm gonna roll a roll here. 22. Damn. He is, to you, he is being honest. Hmm. We worship the one, our one true lord. It's the way he's phrasing it that I don't like. <laughs> um, is everyone else staying in the church as everyone else kind of funnels out or do you kind of go with the flow I'm, I'm waiting a little bit walk, like holding back I'm just kind of following Strahd and talking to him on the way out <laughs> I'm going like, like, to leave I went to Barovia for vacation once the place was a shithole man like you gotta take better care of your land like your people you know, they're all okay. gloomy and depressed. <laughs> oh, it's like here. It's a perfect place for Strahd. Um, but, so you're following out, basically, yeah. what I'm getting? Morana, did you stay, or did you go? Did you stay, uh, or did you go? 
day because I noticed he's up there. Okay. And I don't want to leave him behind. Okay, That's so kind of what all of us are doing. Do Squall, Salar, and Morana stayed, waited for Mohu. Karox left. Yeah. But I'm not making an idea. Yeah, so like, okay, but I'm like not. I'm just okay. looking at all the paintings and also just standing. As he um, as he picks up his book, mm-hmm. he kind of looks down at you and he's like, "Please, my friend, go and be well." And when he lifts his hand and points it at you, there's just like the tiniest hint of like purple energy running from his palm down his hand and into his like deep sleeves. So, how long does he hold his hand up like that? It's brief, but it's long enough for him to be, for it to be noticeable. Would I recognize it as non-human? No. Okay. No, it just looks like maybe the magic he used is still in his own. Is is like either part of him in like a way that it is in his blood. Or something along the lines of that. But it's left a lasting mark, which means he uses whatever he has done many times. We haven't added magical scarring to this yet, have we? Bing bong. Oh, okay. Uh, Actually, then I have medicine check. Yeah, that's 21. It appears to be some sort of... You know it's a magical scar, but it's a medicine check. So I'm gonna give you. <laughs> it's that. a scar. It's a magical scar. Um, if you want to follow it up with an Arcana check really quick, I might be able to tell you more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eleven. Uh, um, vaguely re- reminiscent of some sort of enchantment. Okay. Yeah. So as I see it, oh, your hand. Uh, whatever you did today damaged you, sort of. He uh kind of chuckles. He's like, oh my child. This is but a small price to pay for the favor of our one true lord. Be well, he turns around. And the contingent of guards follow him through this back door. And shut it. Okay. Uh, What about these guards here? They go through that door over here on the other side. So, chapels emptying. Chapels emptying. There are various guards interspersed throughout the masses. The crowd, you know, mm-hmm. that were either there with their family or there by themselves or whatever, but they, they are kind of keeping a watchful eye as the citizens leave the ta- uh, the cathedral. All right. What? Do you do? Go I mean, leave. Leave. How much attention are they actually paying? They are standing still as people funnel through and past them. Are they watching the people, or are they like? Some of them are, like, maybe, like, helping old people walk, and some of them are, like, um, vigilant with their hand on their hilt. Oh, uh, there, there are some vigilant ones. Okay. Uh, helping old people walk. Kind of, kind of walking away, or, uh... Not everyone in all of my towns is evil. Yeah. <laughs> I just hope that if I ever get to the point in... IRL to where someone needs to help me walk. Just pull the plug. <laughs> you know, walkers <laughs> didn't really exist back then. No, I mean, magic did. So. 
Yeah. Canes do. People have the intellect. You can have canes. To create magic, but they don't have the intellect to create a walker. You, go, you see people with, like, Warforged razor legs, you know? Like Ting Ting. Oh, poor little Ting Ting. <laughs> poor little Ting Ting. <laughs> Uh, you all basically are. Are you going? Are you? Splitting? Yeah, Mo, who kind of you know a lot to think about. He looks again over at the Bruce painting and kind of looks at it and surmises out loud. Well, there's something going on here. Maybe you could help. Mm. Okay, you all leave, and as you leave, the rest of the congregation leave. And the doors to the gate. Or the doors to the wall shut behind you. And we will see you next week. Whoa. Congratulations. You've made it to the end of episode 27. With that being said, everybody, go ahead and like us on Facebook at Metal and Magic Podcast. Find us on Twitter at Metal and Magic Pod. On Instagram at Metal underscore and underscore Magic underscore Podcast. Um, you know, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your enemies, uh, continue to tell your floofs because we all know who the real star of this show is. Hashtag floofwatch2018, still going strong. Another shout out to Callie at Blue Panda Illustrations for the awesome new cover art and banner. Um, so yeah, everybody have a magical night and a magical life.